Welcome to the All About Music podcast, where we will provide the best offerings about the world music in all parts of the world. In this 286th episode, we will take a deeper look at the history of the hip-hop genre that is widely liked by people in the world. What is the origin of the hip-hop music genre that exists today? So instead of that, stay tuned with us in this episode. Hip-hop music, also known as rap music, is a genre of popular music developed in the United States by inner-city African Americans and Latino Americans in the Bronx borough of New York City in the 1970s. DJ Cool Herc, a Jamaican DJ, is credited for officially originating hip-hop music throughout his back-to-school jam, hosted on August 11, 1973 at 1520 Sedgwick Avenue. It consists of a stylized rhythmic music that commonly accompanies rapping, a rhythmic and rhyming speech that is chanted. It developed as part of hip-hop culture, a subculture defined by four key stylistic elements, MCIMG, rapping, DJing, scratching with turntables, breakdancing, graffiti writing. Other elements include sampling beats or bass lines from records, or synthesized beats and sounds, and rhythmic beatboxing. While often used to refer solely to rapping, hip-hop refers to the practice of the entire subculture. The term hip-hop music is sometimes used synonymously with the term rap music, though rapping is not a required component of hip-hop music. The genre may also incorporate other elements of hip-hop culture, including DJing, turntablism, scratching, beatboxing, and instrumental tracks. Hip-hop as both a musical genre and a culture was formed during the 1970s when block parties became increasingly popular in New York City, particularly among African-American youth residing in the Bronx. At block parties, DJs played percussive breaks of popular songs using two turntables and a DJ mixer to be able to play breaks from two copies of the same record, alternating from one to the other and extending the break. Hip-hop's early evolution occurred as sampling technology and drum machines became widely available and affordable. Turntablist techniques such as scratching and beat matching developed along with the breaks and Jamaican toasting, a chanting vocal style, was used over the beats. Rapping developed as a vocal style in which the artist speaks or chants along rhythmically with an instrumental or synthesized beat. Hip-hop music was not officially recorded for play on radio or television until 1979, largely due to poverty during the genre's birth and lack of acceptance outside ghetto neighborhoods. Old-school hip-hop was the first mainstream wave of the genre, marked by its disco influence and party-oriented lyrics. The 1980s marked the diversification of hip-hop as the genre developed more complex styles and spread around the world. New school hip-hop was the genre's second wave marked by its electro sound and led into golden age hip-hop, an innovative period between the mid-1980s and mid-1990s. The gangster rap subgenre focused on the violent lifestyles and impoverished conditions of inner-city African-American youth gained popularity at this time. West Coast hip-hop was dominated by G-Funk in the early mid-1990s. 
while East Coast hip-hop was dominated by jazz rap, alternative hip-hop, and hardcore rap. Hip-hop continued to diversify at this time with other regional styles emerging, such as Southern rap and Atlanta hip-hop. Hip-hop became a best-selling genre in the mid-1990s and the top-selling music genre by 1999. The popularity of hip-hop music continued through the late 1990s to mid-2000s with hip-hop influences increasingly finding their way into other genres of popular music, such as neo-soul, new metal, and R&B. The United States also saw the success of regional styles such as crunk, a southern genre that emphasized the beats and music more than the lyrics. An alternative hip-hop began to secure a place in the mainstream, due in part to the crossover success of its artists. During the late 2000s and early 2010s blog era, rappers were able to build up a following through online methods of music distribution, such as social media and blogs, and mainstream hip-hop took on a more melodic, sensitive direction following the commercial decline of gangster rap. The trap and mumble rap subgenres have become the most popular form of hip-hop during the mid-late 2010s and early 2020s. In 2017, rock music was usurped by hip-hop as the most popular genre in the United States. Hip-hop as music and culture formed during the 1970s in New York City from the multicultural exchange between African-American youth from the United States and young immigrants and children of immigrants from countries in the Caribbean. Hip-hop music in its infancy has been described as an outlet and a voice for the disenfranchised youth of marginalized backgrounds in low-income areas as the hip-hop culture reflected the social, economic and political realities of their lives. Many of the people who helped establish hip-hop culture, including DJ Cool Herc, DJ Disco Wiz, Grandmaster Flash, and Africa Bambata were of Latin American or Caribbean origin. It is hard to pinpoint the exact musical influences that most affected the sound and culture of early hip-hop because of the multicultural nature of New York City. Hip-hop's early pioneers were influenced by a mix of music from their cultures and the cultures they were exposed to as a result of the diversity of U.S. cities. New York City experienced a heavy Jamaican hip-hop influence during the 1990s. This influence was brought on by cultural shifts particularly because of the heightened immigration of Jamaicans to New York City and the American-born Jamaican youth who were coming of age during the 1990s. In the 1970s block parties were increasingly popular in New York City, particularly among African-American, Caribbean and Latino youth residing in the Bronx. Block parties incorporated DJs who played popular genres of music, especially funk and soul music. Due to the positive reception, DJs began isolating the percussive breaks of popular songs. This technique was common in Jamaican dub music and was largely introduced into New York by immigrants from the Caribbean, including DJ Cool Herc, one of the pioneers of hip-hop. Because the percussive breaks in funk, soul and disco records were generally short, Herc and other DJs began using two turntables to extend the breaks. Herc created the blueprint for hip-hop music and culture by building upon the Jamaican tradition of impromptu toasting, a spoken type of boastful poetry and speech over music. On August 11, 1973, DJ Cool Herc was the DJ at his sister's back-to-school party. 
he extended the beat of a record by using two record players. Isolating the percussion breaks by using a mixer to switch between the two records. Herc's experiments with making music with record players became what we now know as breaking or scratching. A second key musical element in hip-hop music is emceeing, also called MCING or rapping. Emceeing is the rhythmic spoken delivery of rhymes in wordplay, delivered at first without accompaniment and later done over a beat. This spoken style was influenced by the African-American style of capping. A performance where men tried to outdo each other in originality of their language and tried to gain the favor of the listeners. The basic elements of hip-hop boasting raps rivaled posse's groups. Uptown, throwdowns, and political and social commentary were all long present in African-American music. MCING and rapping performers move back and forth between the predominance of toasting, songs packed with a mix of boasting, slackness, and sexual innuendo in a more topical, political, socially conscious style. The role of the MC originally was as a master of ceremonies for a DJ dance event. The MC would introduce the DJ and try to pump up the audience. The MC spoke between the DJ's songs, urging everyone to get up and dance. MCs would also tell jokes and use their energetic language and enthusiasm to rev up the crowd. Eventually, this introducing role developed into longer sessions of spoken, rhythmic wordplay and rhyming, which became rapping. By 1979, hip-hop music had become a mainstream genre. It spread across the world in the 1990s with controversial gangsta rap. Herc also developed upon breakbeat DJing, where the breaks of funk songs the part most suited to dance. Usually percussion-based were isolated and repeated for the purpose of all-night dance parties. This form of music playback using hard funk and rock formed the basis of hip-hop music. Campbell's announcements and exhortations to dancers would lead to the syncopated, rhymed spoken accompaniment now known as rapping. He dubbed his dancers break boys and break girls, or simply b-boys and b-girls. According to Herc, breaking was also street slang for getting excited and acting energetically. DJs such as Grand Wizard Theodore, Grandmaster Flash, and Jazzy J refined and developed the use of breakbeats, including cutting and scratching. The approach used by Herc was soon widely copied, and by the late 1970s, DJs were releasing 12-inch records where they would rap to the beat. Popular tunes included Curtis Blow's The Breaks and the Sugar Hill Gang's Rapper's Delight. Herc and other DJs would connect their equipment to power lines and perform at venues such as public basketball courts and at 1520 Sedgwick Avenue, Bronx, New York, now officially a historic building. The equipment consisted of numerous speakers, turntables, and one or more microphones. By using this technique, DJs could create a variety of music. But according to Rap Attack by David Tube, at its worst the technique could turn the night into one endless and inevitably boring song. Casey the Prince of Soul, a rapper lyricist with P.D.J. Jones, is often credited with being the first rap lyricist to call himself an MC. Street gangs were prevalent in the poverty of the South Bronx and much of the graffiti, rapping, 
and b-boying at these parties were all artistic variations on the competition and one-upmanship of street gangs. Sensing that gang members' often violent urges could be turned into creative ones, Africa Bambata founded the Zulu Nation, a loose confederation of street dance crews, graffiti artists, and rap musicians. By the late 1970s, the culture had gained the media attention, with Billboard magazine printing an article titled B-Beats Bombarding Bronx, commenting on the local phenomenon and mentioning influential figures such as Cool Herc. The New York City blackout of 1977 saw widespread looting, arson, and other citywide disorders especially in the Bronx where a number of looters stole DJ equipment from electronics stores. As a result, the hip-hop genre, barely known outside of the Bronx at the time, grew at an astounding rate from 1977 onward. DJ Cool Herc's house parties gained popularity and later moved to outdoor venues in order to accommodate more people. Hosted in parks, these outdoor parties became a means of expression and an outlet for teenagers where instead of getting into trouble on the streets, teens now had a place to expend their pent-up energy. Tony Tone, a member of the Cold Crush Brothers, stated that hip-hop saved a lot of lives. For inner-city youth, Participating in hip-hop culture became a way of dealing with the hardships of life as minorities within America and an outlet to deal with the risk of violence and the rise of gang culture. MC Kid Lucky mentions that people used to break dance against each other instead of fighting. Inspired by DJ Cool Herc, Africa Bambata created a street organization called Universal Zulu Nation. Centered around hip-hop as a means to draw teenagers out of gang life, drugs, and violence. The lyrical content of many early rap groups focused on social issues. Most notably in the seminal track, The Message, by Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, which discussed the realities of life in the housing projects. Young black Americans coming out of the civil rights movement have used hip-hop culture in the 1980s and 1990s to show the limitations of the hip-hop movement. Hip-hop gave young African Americans a voice to let their issues be heard. Like rock and roll, hip-hop is vigorously opposed by conservatives because it romanticizes violence, law-breaking, and gangs. It also gave people a chance for financial gain by reducing the rest of the world to consumers of its social concerns. In late 1979, Debbie Harry of Blondie took Nile Rodgers of Chic to such an event as the main backing track used was the break from Chic's Good Times. The new style influenced Harry, and Blondie's later hit single from 1981, Rapture, became the first single containing hip-hop elements to hit number one on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 The song itself is usually considered new wave and fuses heavy pop music elements but there is an extended rap by Harry near the end. Boxer Muhammad Ali, as an influential African-American celebrity, was widely covered in the media. Ali influenced several elements of hip-hop music, both in the boxing ring and in media interviews. Ali became known in the 1960s for being a rhyming trickster in the 1960s. Ali used a funky delivery for his comments which included both comical trash talk and the endless quotable E lines. 
According to Rolling Stone, his freestyle skills are reference to a type of vocal improvisation in which lyrics are recited with no particular subject or structure, and his rhymes flow and braggadocio would one day become typical of old-school MCs like Runt, MC, and LL Cool J, the latter citing Ali as an influence. Hip-hop music in its infancy has been described as an outlet and a voice for the disenfranchised youth of low-income and marginalized economic areas as the hip-hop culture reflected the social, economic and political realities of their lives. Hip-hop's early evolution occurred around the time that sampling technology and drum machines became widely available to the general public at a cost that was affordable to the average consumer not just professional studios. Drum machines and samplers were combined in machines that came to be known as MPCs or music production centers early examples of which would include the Lin 9000. The first sampler that was broadly adopted to create this new kind of music was the Mellotron used in combination with the TR-808 drum machine. Mellotrons and Linz were succeeded by the Akai. In the late 1980s, turntablist techniques such as rhythmic scratching, pushing a record back and forth while the needle is in the groove to create new sounds and sound effects. An approach attributed to Grand Wizard Theodore, beat mixing and or beat matching, and beat juggling eventually developed along with the percussion breaks, creating a musical accompaniment or bass that could be wrapped over in a manner similar to signifying. As well, the art of Jamaican toasting, a style of talking or chanting into a microphone, often in a boastful style, while beats play over a sound system, was an important influence on the development of hip-hop music. Toasting is another influence found in Jamaican dub music. Rapping, also referred to as MCING or MCing, is a vocal style in which the artist speaks lyrically and rhythmically, in rhyme and verse generally to an instrumental or synthesized beat. Beats almost always in four quarters time signature can be created by sampling and or sequencing portions of other songs by a producer. They also incorporate synthesizers, drum machines, and live bands. Rappers may write, memorize, or improvise their lyrics and perform their work, acapella or to a beat. Hip-hop music predates the introduction of rapping into hip-hop culture and rap vocals are absent from many hip-hop tracks, such as Hip-Hop Bebop, Don't Stop by Man Parish, Chinese Arithmetic by Eric B. and Rockham, Al Nafiish The Soul, and We're Rocking the Planet by Hashem, and Destination Earth by Nucleus. However, the majority of the genre has been accompanied by rap vocals, such as the sci-fi-influenced electro-hip-hop group Warp 9. Female rappers appeared on the scene in the late 1970s and early 80s, including Bronx artist MC Shah Rock, member of the Funky 4 Plus One, credited with being the first female MC in the sequence, a hip-hop trio signed to Sugar Hill Records, the first all-female group to release a rap record, Funk You Up. The roots of rapping are found in African-American music and ultimately African music, particularly that of the griots of West African culture. The African-American traditions of signifying, 
the dozens, and jazz poetry all influence hip-hop music, as well as the call-and-response patterns of African and African-American religious ceremonies. Early popular radio disc jockeys of the Black Appeal radio period broke into broadcast announcing by using these techniques under the jive talk of the post-World War II swing era in the late 1940s and the 1950s. DJ Nat D was the MC at one of the most pitiless places for any aspiring musician trying to break into show business amateur night at the Palace Theater on Beale Street in Memphis, Tennessee. There he was master of ceremonies from 1935 until 1947 along with his sideman, DJ Rufus Thomas. It was there he perfected the dozens, signifying in the personality jock jive patter that would become his shtick when he became the first black radio announcer on the air south of the Mason-Dixon line. Jive popularized black appeal radio, it was the language of the black youth, the double entendres and slightly obscene wordplay was a godsend to radio, reinvigorating ratings at flagging outlets that were losing audience share and flipping to the new format of R&B with black announcers. The 10% of African Americans who heard his broadcasts found that the music he promoted on radio in 1949 was also in the jukeboxes up north in the cities. They were also finding other DJs like Chicago's Al Benson on WJJD, Austin's Dr. Hep Cat on KVEG, and Atlanta's Jockey Jack on words speaking the same rhyming, cadence-laden rap style. Once the white-owned stations realized the new upstarts were grabbing their black market share in that big band and swing jazz was no longer hip. Some white DJs emulated the southern, mush mouth, and jive talk, letting their audience think they too were African-American, playing the blues and bebop. John R. Richborg had a southern drawl that listeners to Nashville's WLAC nighttime R&B programming were never informed belonged not to a black DJ, as were other white DJs at the station. Dr. Hepcat rhymes were published in a dictionary of Jive Talk The Jives of Dr. Hepcat in 1953. Jockey Jack is the infamous Jack the Rapper of Family Affair fame. After his radio convention that was a must-attend for every rap artist in the 1980s and 1990s, these jive-talking rappers of the 1950s Black Appeal radio format were the source and inspiration of soul. Singer James Brown and musical comedy acts such as Rudy Ray Moore, Pigmeat Markham and Blowfly that are often considered godfathers of hip-hop music. Within New York City, performances of spoken word poetry and music by artists such as The Last Poets. Gil Scott Heron and Jalal Mansur Nuruddin had a significant impact on the post-civil rights era culture of the 1960s and 1970s and thus the social environment in which hip-hop music was created. AM radio at many stations were limited by the broadcast day, as special licenses were required to transmit at night. Those that had such licenses were heard far out to sea and in the Caribbean, where Jocko Henderson and Jockey Jack were American DJs who were listened to at night from broadcast transmitters located in Miami, Florida. Jocko came to have an outsized influence on Jamaican MCs during the 50s as the R&B music played on the Miami stations was different from that played on JBC, which rebroadcast BBC and local music styles. In Jamaica, DJs would set up large roadside sound systems in towns and villages playing music for informal gatherings.
mostly folks who wandered down from country hills looking for excitement at the end of the week. There the DJs would allow toasts by an MC, which copied the style of the American DJs listened on AM transistor radios. It was by this method that jive talk, rapping and rhyming was transposed to the island and locally the style was transformed by Jamaican lyricism or the local patois. Hip-hop as music and culture formed during the 1970s in New York City from the multicultural exchange between African-American youth from the United States and young immigrants and children of immigrants from countries in the Caribbean. What would be later described as block parties in the U.S. was a reality since the 1950s all over Jamaica. As MCs called DJs in Jamaica were talking and rapping over records at sound system parties since at least 1949. Some were influenced by the vocal style of the earliest African-American radio MCs including Jaco Henderson's rocket ship show of the 1950s which rhymed and was influenced by scat singing, which could be heard over the radio in Jamaica. The first records by Jamaican DJs including Sir Lord Comic, The Great Wagga Wagga, 1967, came as part of the local dance hall culture, which featured specials, unique mixes or versions pressed on soft discs or acetate discs, and rappers called DJs such as King Stip, Count Machuki, Uroy, Iroy, Big Youth and many others. Recordings of Talk Over, which is a different style from the dance hall's DJ style, were also made by Jamaican artists such as Prince Buster and Lee, Scratch, Perry, Judge, Dredd, as early as 1967. Somehow rooted in the talking blues tradition, the first full-length Jamaican DJ record was a duet on a Rastafarian topic by Kingston Ghetto Dwellers Eroy and Peter Tosh named Righteous Ro Ruler, produced by Lee Scratch Perry in 1969. The first DJ hit record was Fire Corner by Coxony's downbeat sound system DJ Kingston that same year. 1970 saw a multitude of DJ hit records in the wake of Eroy's early, massive hits. Most famously Wake the Town and many others, as the tradition of remix, which also started in Jamaica where it was called version and dub developed. Established young Jamaican DJ, rappers from that period who had already been working for sound systems for years were suddenly recorded and had many local hit records. Widely contributing to the reggae craze triggered by Bob Marley's impact in the 1970s. The main Jamaican DJs of the early 1970s were King Stid, Samuel, the first Count Machuki, Johnny Lover, who versioned songs by Bob Marley and the Wailers as early as 1971, Dave Barker, Scotty Lloyd Young, Charlie Ace and others, as well as soon-to-be reggae stars Uroy, Dennis Algabone, Iroy, Prince Jasbo, Prince Far the first big youth and Dillinger, Dillinger scored the first international rap hit record with Cocaine in My Brain and in 1976, based on the Do It Anyway You Wanna Do Rhythm by People's Choices re-recorded by Sly and Robbie, where he even used a New York accent, consciously aiming at the new NYC rap market. The Jamaican DJ dance music was deeply rooted in the sound system tradition that made music available to poor people in a very poor country where live music was only played in clubs and hotels. Patronized by the middle and upper classes, 
By 1973, Jamaican sound system enthusiast DJ Cool Herc moved to the Bronx, taking with him Jamaica's sound system culture, and teamed up with another Jamaican, Cochla Rock, at the mic. Although other influences, most notably musical sequencer Grandmaster Flowers of Brooklyn and Grand Wizard Theodore of the Bronx, contributed to the birth of hip hop in New York. And although it was downplayed in most U.S. books about hip-hop, the main root of this sound system culture was Jamaican. The roots of rap in Jamaica are explained in detail in Bruno Bloom's book. La Rap, DJ Cool Herc and Cochla Rock provided an influence on the vocal style of rapping by delivering simple poetry verses over funk music breaks. After partygoers showed little interest in their previous attempts to integrate reggae-infused toasting into musical sets, DJs and MCs would often add call-and-response chants, often consisting of a basic chorus to allow the performer to gather his thoughts, e.g., one, two, three, dial, to the beat. Later, the MCs grew more varied in their vocal and rhythmic delivery incorporating brief rhymes often with a sexual or scatological theme in an effort to differentiate themselves and to entertain the audience. These early raps incorporated the dozens, a product of African-American culture. Cool Herc and the Herculoids were the first hip-hop group to gain recognition in New York but the number of MC teams increased over time. Often these were collaborations between former gangs, such as Africa Bambata's Universal Sulu National and International Organization. Mel Mel, a rap or with the Furious Five is often credited with being the first rap lyricist to call himself an MC. During the early 1970s b-boying arose during block parties, as b-boys and b-girls got in front of the audience to dance in a distinctive and frenetic style. The style was documented for release to a worldwide audience for the first time in documentaries and movies such as Style Wars, Wild Style, and Beat Street. The term B-Boy was coined by DJ Cool Herc to describe the people who would wait for the break section of the song getting in front of the audience to dance in a distinctive, frenetic style. Snap rap, also known as ringtone rap, is a subgenre of crunk that emerged from Atlanta, Georgia in the late 1990s. The genre gained mainstream popularity in the mid-late 2000s, and artists from other southern states such as Tennessee also began to emerge performing in this style. Tracks commonly consist of Roland TR-808 bass drum, hi-hat bass finger snapping, a main groove and a simplistic vocal hook. Hit snap songs include Lean With It, Rock With It by Dem Franchise Boys, Laffy Taffy by D4L, It's Going Down by Young Jock, and Crank That Soldier Boy by Soldier Boy Tellem. In retrospect, Soldier Boy has been credited with setting trends in hip hop, such as self publishing his songs through the internet, which helped them go viral and paving the way for a new wave of younger artists. Starting in 2005, Sales of hip-hop music in the United States began to severely wane, leading Time magazine to question if mainstream hip-hop was dying. Billboard magazine found that since 2000, 
rap sales dropped 44% and declined to 10% of all music sales which while still a commanding figure when compared to other genres, is a significant drop from the 13% of all music sales where rap music regularly placed. According to Cortland and Malloy of the Washington Post for the first time on five years, no rap albums were among the top 10 sellers in 2006. NPR culture critic Elizabeth Blair noted that some industry experts say young people are fed up with the violence, degrading imagery and lyrics. However, the 2005 report Generation M. Media in the lives of 818-year-olds found that hip-hop music is by far the most popular music genre for children and teenagers with 65% of 8-18 to year olds listening to it on a daily basis. Other journalists say the music is just as popular as it ever was but that fans have found other means to consume the music such as illegally downloading music through P2P networks instead of purchasing albums and singles from legitimate stores. For example, Flo Rida is known for his low album sales regardless of his singles being mainstream and having digital success. His second album ROOTS sold only 200,000 plus total units in the US which could not line up to the sales of the album's lead single, Right Round. This also happened to him in 2008. Some put the blame on the lack of strong lyrical content that hip-hop once had, such as Soulja Boy's 2007 debut album SoulgaBoyTellEm.com which was met with negative reviews. Lack of sampling, a key element of early hip-hop, has also been noted for the decrease in quality of modern albums. For example, there are only four samples used in 2008's Paper Trail by T.I. While there are 35 samples in 1998's Moment of Truth by Gang Star, the decrease in sampling is in part due to it being too expensive for producers. In Byron Hurt's documentary Hip Hop, Beyond Beats and Rhymes, he claims that hip hop had changed from clever rhymes and dance beats to advocating personal, social and criminal corruption. Despite the fall in record sales throughout the music industry, hip-hop has remained a popular genre, with hip-hop artists still regularly topping the Billboard 200 charts. In the first half of 2009 alone artists such as Eminem, Rick Ross, The Black Eyed Peas, and Fabulous all had albums that reached the number one position on the Billboard 200 charts. Eminem's album Relapse was one of the fastest-selling albums of 2009. By the late 2000s, alternative hip-hop had secured its place within the mainstream, due in part to the declining commercial viability of gangster rap. Industry observers view the sales race between Kanye West's graduation and 50 Cent's Curtis as a turning point for hip-hop. West emerged the victor, selling nearly a million copies in the first week alone, proving that innovative rap music could be just as commercially viable as gangster rap, if not more so. Although he designed it as a melancholic pop rather than rap, Kanye's following 808s and Heartbreak would have a significant effect on hip-hop music. While his decision to sing about love, loneliness, and heartache for the entirety of the album was at first heavily criticized by music audiences and the album predicted to be a flop. Its subsequent critical acclaim and commercial success encouraged other mainstream rappers to take greater creative risks with their music. During the release of The Blueprint 3, 
New York rap mogul Jay-Z revealed that next studio album would be an experimental effort, stating, It's not gonna be a number one album. That's where I'm at right now. I wanna make the most experimental album I ever made. Jay-Z elaborated that like Kanye, he was unsatisfied with contemporary hip-hop was being inspired by indie rockers like Grizzly Bear and asserted his belief that the indie rock movement would play an important role in the continued evolution of hip-hop. The alternative hip-hop movement was not limited only to the United States. As rappers such as Somali-Canadian poet K-9, Japanese rapper Shingo 2, and Sri Lankan British artist M.I.A. achieved considerable worldwide recognition. In 2009, Time magazine placed MIA in the Time 100 list of world's most influential people for having global influence across many genres. Global-themed movements have also sprung out of the international hip-hop scene with micro-genres like Islamic eco-rap addressing issues of worldwide importance through traditionally disenfranchised voices. Due in part to the increasing use of music distribution through social media and blogging, many alternative and non-alternative rappers found acceptance by far-reaching audiences. Hence why this era of hip-hop is sometimes termed the blog era. Several artists, such as Kid Cudi and Drake, managed to attain chart-topping hit songs. Day and Night and Best I Ever Had respectively by releasing their music on free online mixtapes without the help of a major record label. Emerging artists at the time such as Whale, Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, Lupe Fiasco, The Cool Kids, J. Electronica, and B.O.B. were noted by critics as expressing eclectic sounds, sensitive life experiences, and vulnerable emotions that were rarely seen in the prior bling era. Also at this time, the auto-tune vocal effect was bolstered in popularity by rapper T-Pain, who elaborated on the effect and made active use of auto-tune in his songs. He cites New Jack Swing producer Teddy Riley and funk artist Roger Troutman's use of the talk box as inspirations for his own use of auto-tune. T-Pain became so associated with Auto-Tune that he had an iPhone app named after him that simulated the effect called I am T-Pain. Eventually dubbed the T-Pain effect, the use of Auto-Tune became a popular fixture of late 2000s and early 2010s hip-hop examples being Snoop Dogg's Sexual Eruption, Lil Wayne's Lollipop, Kanye West's album 808s and Heartbreak and the Black Eyed Peas number one hit Boom Boom Pow. Trap music is a subgenre of rap originating from the late 1990s to early 2000s. It grew in the mid-late 2010s to become a mainstream sensation. Frequently having songs top the Billboard hip-hop charts, it is typified by double or triple time subdivided hi-hats, heavy kick drums from the Roland TR-808 drum machine layered synthesizers and an overall dark, ominous or bleak atmosphere. The strong influence of the sound led to other artists within the genre to move towards the trap sound. With a notable example being Jay-Z and Kanye West on their joint song, Ham. Other artists not within the hip-hop genre have also experimented with trap. Such as 7-Eleven by Beyonce and Dark Horse by Katy Perry featuring Juicy J major artists to arise from the genre in the 2010s include Waka Flocka Flame, Future, Chief Keef, Migos, Young Thug, 
Travis Scott, Kodak Black, 21 Savage, Young Lean, Lil Uzi Vert, XXXTentacion, Ski Mask, The Slump God, Juice World, Trippy Red, Lil Pump, Smoke Burp, Ray Shrimmerd, Takashi 6699, NBA Young Boy, Lil Baby, and Fetty Wap, among others. Trap artists that originated in the 2000s were able to recapture mainstream success in the 2010s with the rise of trap, including 2 Chains. Gucci Mane and Juicy J, becoming more successful in the latter part of their career than when they debuted. Trap producers to reach mainstream success include Metro Boomin, London on Dot Track, and Michael Made It. Critics of the trap genre have used the term mumble rap to describe the heavily auto-tuned and sometimes hard to understand. Delivery of verses from a majority of the artists. Artists long-standing within the genre have had their own comments regarding the rise of mumble rap. Such as Rick Rubin stating that Eminem was confused by it and Snoop Dogg claiming that he can't differentiate between artists. Black Thought lead rapper from The Roots stated that the game has changed. It's different. The standards are different. The criteria that's taken into consideration in determining validity is different. We're at a point in history where lyricism almost comes last in very many regards. On July 17, 2017, Forbes reported that hip-hop, R&B, which Nielsen Soundscan classifies as being the same genre, has recently usurped rock as the most consumed musical genre, becoming the most popular genre in music for the first time in U.S. history. That's a summary that that we can give about hip-hop genre. We apologize if there are deficiencies or mistakes in the words we say. Don't forget to follow and share with your friends if we are here. Thank you and see you in the next episode.